Now, it is a first-person, story-driven, space-salvaging survival game. And I played quite a bit of this. I don't know if I streamed it. I'm always, I'm always drunk when I stream, which we will do tonight. Welcome, Nerd Chatter, a weekly podcast where we discuss stories throughout the week from the film, gaming, and tech industries. That's a day I'm running it solo, so we're just going to go over some roundup stories and get into some of the news. But before we get into that, make sure to hit that like and subscribe and be much appreciated. Uh, yeah, Lucas, this is his week off anyways. He works. Um, Kenny, last minute, got hung up with something. Uh, see, so he's unable to join me. Uh, Garrett is in the midst of his esports um, season, I believe. So he's all hung up on the weekends. So it's just me. Um, well, luckily for me, it wasn't a busy week. Uh, not too much news being dropped. I mean, there was news uh, and things we could have discussed, preferably. But, uh, you know, I'll just run down some of these stories and then uh, shout out some of the free games and call it a day. Uh, first on here, National Treasure Edge of History has been canceled after just one season. Uh, people speculating as to where, whether Nicolas Cage was going to make a cameo appearance. Um, but unfortunately the show has been canceled before that has had the opportunity. Uh, magic, the gathering YouTuber says Pinkerton's threatened him with 200 K fines. It's a Kotaku article. Um, yeah, looking into that one in particular, it's actually kind of crazy. I mean, the Pinkertons have been around for like, I don't know, like 150 years, 140 years or something. Uh, they used to be a private security firm that, that worked with, uh, was it Union Pacific? Uh, one of the major uh, railroad lines back in like the Wild West and shit. Like they're in, I believe they're in they're in Red Dead. I think they're actually called the Pinkertons in Red Dead, if I'm not mistaken. Um, they still call themselves the Pinkertons. Then after like the Wild West was done, you know, uh, they became a uh, like a security firm and and really just like union busting. They're just there to like bust unions and stuff like that. So. Uh, you know, they they've had a, a pretty dodgy history, <laughs> dodgy history, uh, in American, uh, lore. Um, but yeah, the, the, the company, they just, they sicked them on, on this one guy who managed to come upon a box of unreleased Magic the Gathering cards. Um, I'm, I don't know anything about Magic the Gathering. I don't play it. Um, I do know a couple of the key cards and stuff that are expensive, but, um, as far as like the, the series, I think the name of the new series and the one prior, um, were very similar. So there might've been like a mix up, but, uh, this dude ordered a box from his, uh, his local shop and he got this pack instead and this box instead. And then he did like an opening on stream and, uh, magic, they lost their shit. So, um, yeah, they sent the Pinkertons, and these dudes just, like, showed up to his house. So, well, I guess they showed up the day before and, like, was scouting his neighborhood and, like, talking to all of his, his neighbors and, like, interviewing them. Uh, and then the next day, uh, he wasn't there, so they, they, didn't, they didn't approach him, but um, he found that out later. And then the next day, he was, he was chilling, and his, I guess his dog started going crazy, and here come the Pinkertons to make, like, legal threats and shit and say that... It's been like, what was it, like 10 years in prison or some shit? And then like 200K fine and 
yada yada like he had to like return the cards like immediately and delete all the footage and pictures and, and it was like all right well <laughs> i don't know how successful that's gonna be but uh yeah that's just a crazy story i mean the guy complied so uh, hopefully nothing else happens but it's just insane that that wizards of the coast would uh would implement such like ruthless tactics uh, but that did happen. Uh, next one on here, Final Destination 6, uh, officially greenlit at Warner Brothers. Let's see. Zach Lepofsky and Adam B. Stein are directing, and John Watts is producing. Um, I mean, I think anybody from, like, you know, back when those movies were coming out, they were always, like, just fun. <laughs> just ruthless, ruthless violence that everybody loved. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to get another one of those. Everybody knows the... I mean, I live in Washington, so I get the, the trucks all the time, but that scene with the, the lumber, the lumber truck with the wood logs in the back and it like flies off and like crushes that cop and shit. And like, yeah, um, pretty crazy. So it'll be interesting to see some of the new kills, especially with like today's CGI and even practical effects capabilities, you know, it'll be pretty, uh, pretty entertaining. I'm sure. Uh, next one on here for all you SpongeBob fans out there, a uh, new movie coming to Netflix. A bikini bottom the sandy cheeks movie um spongebob was like just after like i phased out of like nickelodeon stuff so i never got into spongebob so <laughs> i'm not you know only only thing i know about spongebob is like you know meeting him at uh, the guy that does his voice like at like comic-con and shit like that uh, the next one is a uh, new flash trailer drops uh, film releases june 16th um pretty decent trailer um it's becoming more watchable the more footage i see of it less gimmicky um but you know you do see a lot more glamour shots of of michael keaton in the batman suit and the the, uh, the batwing and stuff like that so uh it's pretty cool i mean if you're avoiding spoilers obviously don't watch it but uh, you know if you want to see some new footage this one's actually worth the watch uh, next one, Star Trek Resurgence arrives on May 23rd of this year. Uh, I think that one's like a, it's like a narrative-driven like adventure game or something like that, you know? It's one of those, I mean, you know, it's it's Trek, so it's going to be a little bit boring, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be one of those more boring, like, story-driven uh, type of experience. Uh, next one, Nintendo is confirmed for Gamescom this year. It's pretty crazy. This one we could have discussed a little bit more, but them backing out of E3 and you know them jumping on the uh, the Gamescom train is uh, oh is that was that is that going to be the new E3? Is it going to be Gamescom or are they going to focus on just those type of events instead? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, next one, Black Mirror season six. Drop some uh, new photos. Uh, new new poster, I think it is. Yeah, we got a new poster here. Uh, Salma Hayek, what up? A uh, couple other photos. I did see the trailer. They did drop a new trailer as well. Um, yeah, we have all those retweeted on our on our Twitter. If you want to check those out? Uh, looking pretty interesting. I'm a I'm a Black Mirror fan. I guess you would say I'm not. I did enjoy it quite a bit when I watched it, and you know. I'm waiting for for something something new from that series, so um, it'll be interesting. I've uh, got Aaron Paul, uh, who else is on here? Annie Murphy, Ben Barnes, um, Michael Sarah is going to be in this season. Uh, Rory Culkin, Salma Hayek, 
Zazzy Beats. Okay, so yeah, we got some talent floating around in, in Black Mirror in this upcoming, upcoming season. Uh, I didn't get a date, I believe, so uh, might want to have to keep the ear out for that one. Uh, next one on here, along with the Guardians of the Galaxy 3, you know, red carpet and this and that and all the different promotional stuff that's going on with that. Obviously, there was going to be some interviews uh, with James Gunn where people were talking about Superman and, and you know, you could tell that he was kind of like, eh. not because it was like conflicting, um, you know, brands. It was just more so like, yeah, you know, let's focus on this movie right now. We could talk about this like tomorrow, you know. Um, but he, 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 he cooperated, you know, he definitely, he, he gave his answers, but really they're asking him, you know, like, you know, who do you have in mind for Superman? And then he'd be like, well, there's a couple people in mind, but like nothing solid right now. You know, we're just kind of focusing on guardians right now and blah, blah, blah. Um, but he did make comments and then the vibe that he's giving off with the new Superman is, is very much kind of like what I've been looking for, which is more of a the character is, is, is done so well that you, you just want to be around that character. You know what I mean? Like that, that actual feeling of hope and, uh, you know, he wants to show respect to, to the actual genuine vibe you get from Superman as a character. So, you know, pretty stoked about that. Um, you know, if, if you're, if you're keeping your ear out on the, uh, on social media, you're probably getting these little snippets of his, his conversation. Cause you know, he's being interviewed quite a bit right now. So, uh, you know, get some good shit. I'm pretty excited. Uh, next one on here, Carlos Santana documentary acquired by Sony. It's going to be called Carlos. Um, I mean, you know, I'm from the 90s and, and that was like his second wave of popularity, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Latino, so it's like, you know, there was always Santana playing and shit. <laughs> and then like in the late 90s, early 2000s when he started doing like little like, you know, you know, cameo appearances or whatever, uh, featured by Carlos Santana. Uh, those songs were always like fucking bangers and shit. So, you know, it'd be nice. I haven't heard, heard about the boy in a few years. So uh, it'll be cool to see a, a documentary and, uh, and kind of get his story. Cause the dude is an amazing guitarist. You know, it's like, he's like literally one of the best ever to, to live. So, uh, next one on here from software and Bandai Namco. Announced Armor Core 6 Fires of Rubicon launch is in August of 2023. It's an IGN article. We did retweet that. Um, I never got into the Armor Core series, but I know that the reaction was was pretty, pretty you know crazy uh, when they announced that Armor Core 6. Uh, I forget what event that was, but it was a pretty dead event. I remember, and that being one of the highlights for most people. So uh, you know, there you go. If you're into that, uh, next one, you know, we, we did get the, uh, Jedi survivor, um, debacle. I'm sure by this point, you know, you're aware of, of how poor the PC performance has been for, for the game. Um, and even on consoles, it has been a, a bit dodgy. Um, I think it was like 150 gigabytes or something or other, you know, when it came to the install. Uh, and then, you know, day one patch didn't do much, <laughs> a lot of issues. I think people with, with crazy rigs, you know, 40, 90 rigs are, are pulling like 29 to like 35 frames average. 
uh, which is pretty atrocious, especially for a game like that. And like, if you know, you want ray tracing and all that shit, it's just, you know, that's why you buy that game because of how pretty it looks. So, uh, there's quite a bit of mess going down with that. EA just kind of addressing every single issue separately and being like, you know, we are aware of this. We're getting to it. So, I mean, the game is, is pretty in shambles. Uh, a lot of bragging going on in regards to the fact that, you know, it only took three years to develop this game and during COVID and all. Uh, and people are starting to, to kind of clamor about how that's showing. Um, as far as, like, the gameplay and stuff, people seem to be pretty satisfied. Um, I think, you know, it being so closely just kind of ported out from the original game that uh, they really did just kind of, you know, use the same game and then build on it. You know what I mean? Make it better. Uh, mod it out, if you will. Um, so, you know, I, I don't doubt that the game will be will be improved and those frame rates will be, you know, brought up at some point. But, you know, typically I don't think you're going to be looking for you know, 100 plus FPS and shit like that when it's all said and done, you know, you're like probably going to squeeze away with like 60 FPS after they get done <laughs> just because of, of how poorly optimized it is. You know what I mean? So, um, a lot of, a lot of negative reviews going on with that. I think it's actually a mostly negative right now, uh, on steam, which is insane for, especially this game, you know? Um, but I mean, you know, you can change those reviews on steam and, and, you know, adjust that over time so hopefully they they get their shit together uh next one on here for the fortnite fans out there darth vader uh you know is already in the game uh, but now you're gonna have anakin skywalker and that's uh clone wars anakin too so uh you know the long hair the 70s hair uh, that that you know the clone wars look like the the animation um a little bit more on the realistic side so uh, looking pretty decent. No date as to when they're going to be when they're going to be dropping that. But uh, you know, I was like, there's a couple skins where it's like I don't play Fortnite, but I kind of want to get in there just to like buy those or like unlock those or do whatever, just to, like collect them. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, Darth Vader, Goku, <laughs> Chun Li, what up? Anakin would be dope. Um, there's just a couple others, you know, where it's just like eh, I kind of wish I played the game, but. I'm just too old for that shit. Uh, next one, Twisted Metal drops a trailer. Um, looking pretty corny, not going to lie, but they did drop a, a little snippet of uh, of Sweet Tooth. And, uh, you know, I mean, anybody play those games, it's like, okay, let me be any of these other whatever cars or this dope-ass, uh, you know, ice cream truck <laughs> with this flaming clown head on top. You know, and uh, this murderer, big ass, like bodybuilder clown, you know. So everybody chose, you know, Sweet Tooth when you could. And, uh, you know, it's it kind of scratched one of those itches. Um, I, I'd be willing to watch it. It's on Peacocks. I mean, let's see. I don't know if Peacocks the free one or whatever, but if I had to pay for it, probably not. You know, <laughs> you know, hopefully it's one of those where it's like, holy shit, Peacock did something good. Uh, and then it's it's actually worth watching. But uh, that did drop, so check out that trailer. We did retweet that. Uh, Dodgeball sequel has been confirmed. Uh, Vince Vaughn is returning. You know, I mean, this was... I don't think this movie hit as hard for me as it did, like, everybody else. Like, everybody loved that movie. But me, it was kind of like, like whatever, you know? I was more of like a grandma's boy. 
obscure, stupid comedy type shit. And like dodgeball kind of seemed like, I don't know, like more mainstream. And uh, I was just, I guess, too edgy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I did, I do laugh when I watch it. It's just Ben Stiller in particular. It's just such a cornball that it's kind of hard to get into it. Even though I do like Vince Vaughn quite a bit, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, I'll give it a watch. I have seen the original, so, I mean, I can definitely watch watch the new one and uh, get through it. Next one on here, an Entertainment Weekly interview. Um, Dave Filoni did mention some information in regards to his Star Wars movie. Uh, and he, uh, what does he say? He says, Dave Filoni says, Mandoverse Star Wars film is going to be clamoring quote clamoring of characters saying how do i get in this picture and that's what john and i have been figuring out so uh, i don't know <laughs> you know i mean whatever i mean even how i you know you know how i am about member berries so i mean i don't i don't really want them to to get too crazy with with all that but you know i have been um i've been chipping away at i finished clone wars in the last like week since last week's show I finished, I think, two seasons of Clone Wars. Three seasons of Clone Wars. I think it was like two and a half seasons of Clone Wars. And then I have gotten through three and a half seasons of Rebels. So um, by, you know, this time next week, I'll have finished and caught up to all that and be up on all the Thrawn stuff, you know. So, I mean, I've, I've brushed up on my Thrawn knowledge um, I think I made it a, a, a inappropriate, I don't say inappropriate, but inaccurate, you know, assertion that he's like the Hitler of the, of the star Wars. He, I don't, I want to give him that. He's not like, he's not some like fucking lunatic dickhead, you know, like he's just an incredibly cunning and brutal and overly intelligent, you know, uh, general, you know, he's, he's just, he's very efficient. Um, and intimidating, you know what I mean? So I get it. Um, I don't think anything about my, my interpretation of the character based on like what I've heard and seen, like in, you know, the, the internet ether and, uh, and what Garrett has told me and stuff like that, you know, it's like, I don't think it's changed anything of, of how I think, but I just wouldn't make that comparison now after having watched all of it. So I do apologize if that triggered anybody <laughs> in any of my previous comments, but, uh, yeah, I think he's a little more uh, in depth than that. You know, it, it would be easy just to make him that you know Hitler type character. You know, like obviously, so uh, it's it's not doing that character uh, service a, a proper justice, I guess, uh, by making such a, a a careless assertion. Um, but you know, I've been brushing up on all that. And I, I you know, I, I'm. Ezra in, in Rebels is like one of the most insufferable characters like I've ever experienced in Star Wars. It's making it really difficult to get through it. Like I basically hate him at like all times. <laughs> I like I, I've I've constantly left like an open mind in regards to like that character being cool and shit. But it's like I don't know, he just it's like when Anakin was annoying, you know, in, in episode two, he was just like snobby and annoying. And it's just like, this character is like that at all times. And like, yeah, he has character growth and he's makes, he's more adult, like in third season and on, but he still acts like a little bitch and it, it pisses me off. <laughs> so, you know, like, I don't know. I'll get through it just for the Thrawn stuff. The first two seasons were real drag. 
you know, like obviously the last episode of the first season held it. Uh, and then the last few episodes of the second season was like, okay. And then the third season, it got better, but I don't know. It was really tough to get through those first two seasons for sure. It was really bad. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready for it, but I don't know if, if, cause I mean, based on how he's saying this and this, this quote, you know, clamoring of characters saying, how do I get in this picture? And that's what John and I have been figuring out. So, I mean, it's like, I don't know what that means. Does that mean that he wants to get all of these characters that he set up in, 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 you know, live action into one film? And if that's the case, it's like, okay, you're going to force it, you know? And that's not good, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know know if that's going to be worse or, or I guess better. I don't know. Now that I'm familiar with all these characters that they're referencing and bringing in and, and stuff like that, you know, it feels like it could work, you know, I mean, based on what they're setting up in like the shows and stuff like that, obviously there are pre-established teams and groups of people and stuff like that and, and getting other characters brought in like Mando and stuff like that wouldn't be too far-fetched. So, uh, we shall see a next one on here. I just saw a review of it and I figured I would share. Um, the Sindin light gun, S I N D E N. Uh, it's basically like a time crisis CRT TV gun that you would play like on, you know, dreamcast or, um, Xbox, what have you. Um, those, those need, you know, just like duck hunt, you know, like the, the zapper, uh, those need to be CRT to be effective. Like you can't use those on newer TVs, you know, LEDs and, uh, um, plasma and, and shit like that. You can't use it on those. So, um, looking into this review and it's, it's a, uh, wireless handgun. It's got controls on the side. Um, you get, you can get two hands on it. It looks pretty nice, uh, pretty sturdy. Um, but what it does is the game or software, what have you, uh, places a white border around the screen that the gun then uses a camera to quickly track and, 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 you know, pinpoint it's, it's precise pointing position, you know, where it's aimed on the screen for you to actually interact with it. So, uh, they found a workaround for being able to use zapper guns at the very least, you know, uh, on, on computer because they, you know, you can actually overlay, uh, you know, the white border and stuff like that. So, uh, we did retweet the uh, review on that from time extension. Uh, they have a, a nice little review on it and goes into the, into the de- uh, the details of that. Let me see on here if I can get a price. It's like 139 pounds for the recoil upgrade. So there's actually a recoil upgrade, just like time crisis. Damn. I mean, that's actually kind of sick to be honest. So yeah, you're looking at like a hundred bucks to 150 bucks one of these controllers but uh you know if you head on over to our twitter you can actually see how it looks and it looks very satisfying it's like i kind of want to (laughs) play it's like i want to get my hands on the like it just looks cool it looks like it feels good you know and and if any you know the um what is it um house of the dead or time crisis or any of those other uh, games even like emulators being able to play duck hunt again finally like that's that's amazing you know what i mean so um, pretty stoked personally. I'm into that retro shit. So head on over, check that one out. Uh, I'm going to skim through here make sure that, uh, I haven't missed anything. Oh yes. 
obviously. Uh, so the, the CMA, the UK CMA, did block the Microsoft uh, Activision acquisition. Um, but for the reasoning that this is the this is the conversation we would have been talking about this for quite a while because you know I can't I'm not going to get into it too much. Person, we'll talk about it next week when we had when we had the boys here, but um. They cited cloud gaming as being the reason. So, I mean, the reason that they said that that PlayStation, you know, Sony didn't have any grounds um, to say that it would be, uh, you know, harmful for competition of console sales, which is the direct correlation for all this, you know, like what, like why Sony is fighting. They want to sell more PlayStations. They they want to sell more PlayStations than than xboxes obviously that's the goal you know so um makes sense you know it's like that one makes sense uh, but when they looked into cloud gaming uh, they did say that that having like throwing in all the same shit where it's like you know um they have the ability to to you know tighten the market and like refuse games to people and like Microsoft again randomly after this is like we said that we wouldn't like, <laughs> like, like what are you talking about like Jesus you know so um they kind of they it's it's almost like I don't know it feels like Microsoft just because like cloud gaming is like whatever like COD will never be I'm not gonna say never but it'll it'll always be like the 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 lesser of the options to play that type of game you know what I mean like the more connected you are directly to the device that's actually running that game, the more, you know, of that actual feel that you're going to get of that game. You know, it's like if you're on a, a console, you're on a wireless controller, there's a slight, super slight delay, super, super, super slight, very minimal, you know, uh, and that's, you know, if there's, if you're playing online, very, it's like a noticeable in comparison to whether or not you're hardline to your router or running wireless, you know what I mean? Um, so it's like, there's already a big issue there when you do separate that, you know what I mean? Um, enough to where it's like people that actually do want to like take FPS games seriously and stuff like that. They typically have their consoles hardline, um, if you're having internet connectivity issues with your console multiplayer and lag and shit like that, and you're running wireless, like, of course, dude, like, like, of course, like it to anybody out there that's playing FPS and has their console set up on Wi-Fi and thinks that it's the same as, as having it hardlined through a landline. Trust me, run the cord, plug it in and see the difference. It's insane. Don't be that, don't be that kid. You know what I mean? Like get your shit hardline because it makes a difference. So we're talking about the most dramatic version of that, right? Cloud gaming where you're separating the entire location of, it's like when I play, um, you know, I'll stream, it's like I, I will stream, uh, for example, my Xbox to my PC so that I can play on my PC, right? Uh, or another another option is, you know, I have the Steam link and I could do it backwards, right? Where it's like I can stream um, Steam games onto my TV in my bedroom and I can play those, you know, with a controller. Uh, the delay there is is incredibly noticeable to where playing like something like 2K is, is impossible, like <laughs> impossible. There's no way of making jumpers, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not possible. Um, 
playing COD in that in that situation is even worse. You know what I mean? So uh, again, that's like the third level of disconnect. You know that you can have from the device that you're playing, and by that point, you've already reached reached the point where it's like unplayable. Uh, and even if cloud gaming is better than that, it's so bad that it'll it'll it feels like it'll never be fixed you know what i mean so cloud gaming in particular is just it's not it's not the best example <laughs> to be like oh microsoft is gonna just come up big uh because they own 60 to 70 percent of like cloud gaming and blah, blah blah it's like because they're the only ones that are pushing it they're the only ones that are trying to con and have been trying to convince people that that is how gaming is going to be like they're putting in the legwork like Every company touts it. They say, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, Sony, yeah, they'll do some cloud shit. And then, like, Nintendo is like, yeah, we'll kind of do our own version of cloud shit, you know, eventually. But, like, Microsoft is the only one that's, like, putting in the legwork to actually make it work. So, of course, they're going to have that whole, like, main share of that market. Um, but in reality, things like Stadia and stuff like that they collapse because that whole technology is insufficient at this time <laughs> and, and for the very foreseeable future. Like I said, like, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the technology will improve, but the, the, the handicap, the lag, you know what I mean? That, 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 that offset um, will always be there between those two forms of technology, uh, whether you're running a game in front of you or whether or not you're running it in the cloud uh, there is going to be some type of, of delay, um, some type of buffering that's going on. We're, we're not there. You I mean, like we're, we'll always inch closer and closer and closer to it. But like the closer we get to it, it's just the, the, the smaller the, that distance will be until we reach the point where we can actually do it, but we'll probably never catch up to it. You know what I mean? Where it's like playing on cloud is just as efficient and, and clean as playing as, a, you know, a, a console in your living room. Like, nah, that'll probably never happen. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's a weird one. They're, they're contesting that, obviously. I don't think anybody's ever, like, undone. It's like, you can appeal it, but I don't think it's ever been, like, undone like that. But I guess now it's on Microsoft to, uh, I guess, appease them or convince them that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, that cloud gaming is the least of any worry of <laughs> anything and that they'll more than be happy to comply with that as well you know uh we'll see there's a lot left in the tank on this one for sure so we have to keep our, our attention on this one um i think things are going to progress pretty quickly though so probably by by next week our next show we'll have some information on that i'm assuming uh most likely uh, and last one on here, this is Final Fantasy, God, what the hell is the, <laughs> 16, <laughs> what is the XVI, uh, PlayStation 5 bundle announced, uh, it comes out June 22nd, when I, when I was getting the PlayStation 5, I was like, damn, I wish they had, like, a, a PGA Tour bundle, that'd be dope, you know, two birds of one stone, but, you know, I would have taken a Final Fantasy over God of War, I would have, to be honest, something new. Um, but you know, I mean, these bundles are pretty sick and I doubt this one will be that price, but they have been, you know, they've been floating around for like five Oh nine for the, uh, disc version. Um, check on like Amazon, stuff like that. So, uh, that is a thing right now. Hopefully the boys will be back next week. I'm sure Lucas will probably be here. Um, Kenny, 
Uh, Garrett did say that he's he's out of commission for quite a while because he has it like his season is is gearing up pretty strong right now. So uh, that's going to be in full gear. Is what they've been training for, I guess. So uh, you know we will see. But uh, as always, I'd like to share some of the free games or heavily discounted games that I run across throughout the week. Um, I just grabbed up the the Epic Games. Uh, for this week, first one is Breath Edge. Now, one is a first-person, story-driven, space-salvaging survival game. And I played quite a bit of this. I don't know if I streamed it. I'm always, I'm always drunk when I stream, which we will do tonight. Um, but I, I forget what games I fire up. Because that one was on um, Xbox Game Pass. And it's kind of goofy, but but not really. It's very simmy. Uh, you're in a, a crash in space, and you survive... And then you have to kind of like, you have a, hab- habit- a hospitable area that you can live in and get your oxygen back. And then you have to make short trips out to gather resources and not die and get back in time so that you can craft things to then allow you to travel further away from your, your safe spot. Do some salvaging, cut some things up, gather materials, you know, do little quests, things like that. Um, it's actually a pretty entertaining game. So I do recommend that quite a bit. Uh, that one is free uh, on Epic Game Store until May 4th. Uh, and the next one on there is Poker Club. The players are like animated and they're like sitting there doing things and they got their glasses. You can make your character look all like customized and shit. So it's a poker sim. Uh, if, if you're into poker, this one might be a nice pickup for you. So that one also free on Epic Game Store until May 4th. Uh, and that is it. We are done done. Now, as always, you can find us at Nerd Chatter Show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, you can find the Nerd Chatter Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, and basically anywhere else you can find podcasts. Uh, make sure to subscribe and follow while you're there. It'd be much appreciated. Um, all of our episodes are uploaded on our YouTube channel where we do uh, weekly live streams, playing various games and drinking, like I said I'm going to do. Um, I fired up Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga the other day and, and got some enjoyment out of it. So uh, I got a couple episodes left to finish the storyline, so I might hop on some of that tonight. Drink a beer or two and uh, chill, play some Lego Star Wars. Uh, if you like the sports show, head on over to our Discord. We got the uh, retweet, repost bot. That's still working, actually, uh, surprisingly enough. Um, but he is on there shoveling out all the week's news. Uh, we also have the Instagram, uh, which I'm showing full attention to all throughout the week. Kind of have a, 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 a bar that these things have to hit for me to actually post them on there. You know what I mean? I'm not posting about, you know, like, oh, you know, uh, Jack Black's uh, Princess Peach song, you know, is, is now top 100. And, like, that's not really news. You know what I mean? Like, a Dodgeball sequel being confirmed. That's news. You know what I mean? Uh, Nintendo going to Gamescom. That's news. You know what I mean? Like, that's that stuff. I'm like, oh, like, Chris Pratt's opinion about that, blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, like, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'll get into, like, a little bit of, like, James Gunn stuff because that's, like, all DC related, but... Uh, really, uh, we saved the juicy shit for the Instagram. So head on over there at Nerd Chatter Show and give us a follow there. Uh, and that is pretty much it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it here. You guys take it easy. Please. <laughs>